0: off the radar and we'll start with I can't believe it's an off the radar game now but they're not ranked anymore for the first time since 2017 that of course being the mighty fighting Irish of Notre Dame Matt Uh, they're taking on Cal green jerseys with names on the back which is uh, an interesting little wrinkle Um, you know it's been kind of a a come to Jesus type of weekend Tyler Buckner lost for the year uh, with a shoulder injury meaning Drew Pine will get the start uh, Tyler, Tommy Reese, and Al Golden, the coordinators, both spoke to the media this week, trying to say it's not, you know, panic time. I'm not going to lay the 11 with Notre Dame here, but I do have a play on this game. I expect, and maybe I'm the biggest idiot ever, which is very possible, uh, that Cal's going to get shut down by Notre Dame defensively. I think this team is pissed off, an mm-hmm. opportunity at home, and uh, I was, I think the Notre Dame defense, more so than anything, Matt has to look back at the game tape against Marshall and want to vomit all over itself. Miss tackles, misread, you know, read options. And it's not like Cal is anything... Uh, to write home about when it comes to the offensive side of the ball. So uh, at DraftKings right now, team total for Cal is 14 and a half. I took the under. Yeah. It's a risky play because a, you know a pick six or a fumble by Notre Dame gives Cal good field position. So you're not you're working with a small margin there. But I expect Notre Dame to really kind of bog them down. You look back at the Cal UNLV game. I mean, Cal had to hold on for dear life <laughs> in that game. Yeah. Uh, Cal I think had 36 yards on the last four drives. First game of the year against UC Davis. They had negative one yard in the first uh, first quarter. Mm-hmm. Jack Plummer is a guy that Notre Dame knows from his time at Purdue. Uh, so I expect Notre Dame to win this game ugly, like 17 to 12, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, but I, I, I think they win defensively. I'll take the team total under for uh, for Cal in this one. Yeah, if it
1: finishes 17-12, to 12, I'll buy you dinner at Barry's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'll Also, y'all need eyeball replacements because I'll gouge them out on Saturday be, afternoon. That
1: would be a hell of a call. 17-12. 17-12. Notre Dame
0: over Cal. Uh, no thank you. I
1: think the 12 might be right. Uh, actually, I'd kind of be surprised if Cal even gets to double digits in this game. Jack Plummer. Quarterback to much better Purdue offense in South Bend last year and lost that game twenty seven to thirteen. He got benched after that game. This Cal offense is uh, pretty poor, and I think you're right about Notre Dame being a high, highly motivated defense, just a highly motivated team in general. Uh, much stronger on the offensive and defensive lines. I think we'll control this game. It's not one of my best bets, but if I if I'm gonna play it, I'm gonna play the Irish, and I would look under the total. I think it's gonna be a lower scoring game where. Uh, I'm not sure Cal gets to 10 points. Uh, one game that uh, has become more
0: intriguing because of the way Syracuse has started the year. Uh, Purdue is a team you know well. Obviously, Syracuse has gotten off to a 2-0 start. Uh, very impressive week one against Louisville. Looks even better that Louisville went down to UCF and won last Friday night. They go to UConn, take care of business, win and cover. Uh, Syracuse laying a point against Purdue, Matt.
1: I bet uh, Syracuse at the opener here at uh, circa plus three. Wow. I was surprised Purdue opened as a three-point road favorite. I actually made Purdue a one-point road favorite here, so it's not a big difference. Uh, but anytime I can get a home dog with a full field goal on the opener, I'm going to take it. Garrett Schrader, 79% completion so far. Syracuse has outscored Louisville and UConn 79-21. to I, I think it's been a pretty impressive uh, showing so far for Dino Baber's team. It's not one of uh, my best bets, Tim, like I said, I've got first class and coach plays. This is a coach play this week, <laughs> but I, I would still recommend Syracuse here at round A I pick pick'em. I do think this is a coin flip type of game. One thing about Jeff Brom and uh, the boilermakers, they, they tend to play pretty well on the road and the dog roll, especially. Uh, so I wouldn't get carried away with the number here, but I think this is another one of those, kind of like the Oregon State Fresno. Game we watched Saturday, a coin flip type of game that's going to come down uh, to the last, uh, probably to the last few minutes. Tucker's going to score a a touchdown with no time to go, except to give you a win,
0: uh, this (laughs) one. Uh, Robert Anye is uh, the offensive coordinator, came from uh, Virginia uh, when Bronco Mendenhall retired as Mm -hmm. a big hire uh, by Dino Babers. Uh, Another play that I have, and uh, maybe I got the worst of the number, we'll see. Uh, I took the points in a situational spot uh, with Tulane uh Tulane I took the 14 and a half it's down to 14 now uh, open 20 here at Circa um you know we don't know much about Tulane uh their two wins against UMass and Alcorn State they've outscored them 94 to 10 they brought back 18 starters yeah. added Lawrence Keys uh transfer from Notre Dame who's already caught caught a touchdown Michael Pratt is back as their uh quarterback and athletic quarterback uh Tajay Spears their running back is back uh, they bring back Pretty much everything from last year's team that went two and ten. I'll, I will point that out. It's not like they were a great team last year. You know, look, Deuce, Deuce Vaughn's tremendous, and he could be the reason I lose this bet. 145 yards on the ground last week against Missouri as they won by four touchdowns. But I do think it's a little bit of a letdown. Look ahead, you know, sandwich here. Next week, Kansas State goes on the road to Norman. They just beat Missouri at home by four touchdowns. Now, you could roll your eyes and say, well, it's Missouri. It's still an SEC team, old Big 12 rival, and they mopped the floor uh, with Missouri. And now you're playing Tulane. I know they've gotten buzz from the helmets that they're wearing with the you know goofy guy on the on the side of the helmet. I just think it's a tricky spot. Was happy to get 14 and a half, would still play it at 14. Uh, so that's the way I'll roll. Uh, new offensive coordinator, uh, Jim Svoboda coming in. Um, taking over for Chip Long, who was uh, who had worn out his welcome there in Tulane. I'm a Willie Fritz guy, too, a big believer in that. So uh, I'll take the green wave here, catching 14 uh, at the Little Apple and maybe a little sleepy spot for K-State.
1: Yeah, I, I love this K-State team. And uh, Chris Kleiman's got to be high on the list of uh, possible coaching replacements at Nebraska. But this K-State team has got the potential to win the Big 12, but you're right, it's not a great spot for the uh, Wildcats. And uh, Tulane... Even though you said the Green Wave went 2 and 10 last season, don't forget Tulane was a 31 point dog at Oklahoma in the last year's season opener and lost that game by 5. Yep. 40 to 35. Covered against Cincinnati too? Yep. 17 starters back from that team, so uh, I like your play here.
0: All right. Uh, and uh, just rifling through, I'll give you one more play here in just a moment. SMU Maryland, uh, that's a play that Adam Burke uh, has given out on visen.com and we'll give it on here on this. He likes the Terps. In this spot, he thinks it's a little bit of a letdown spot for SMU as they're looking ahead maybe to that revenge game against TCU and the uh, battle for the Iron Skillet next Mm -hmm. weekend down there uh, in Dallas. Kansas at Houston now has become an interesting game. Houston at home coming off their loss. Kansas, very impressive. My bet regret from last week, not officially giving out Kansas plus the 13. Um, Why any Power 5 team? Will schedule North Dakota State is beyond me. Uh, North Dakota State goes to Arizona. Uh, North Dakota State, if you're wondering, has won six consecutive games over FBS opponents. And uh, our friends over at uh, WinBet Motoy Pearson and uh, Matt Lindeman open North Dakota State as a one-point favorite in this game. Well, there was Arizona. a
1: spot. There was a spot or two. want to say about a month or two ago where North Dakota State was a six-point favorite. Woo! I think one book even had seven, six or seven. Obviously, Arizona is a little bit better than we thought in the preseason, even though Jaden DeLora had a really uh, poor performance last week against Mississippi State, the quarterback. Um, I think you got to lean North Dakota State in this game, and I agree with what you said. Why would you even schedule this game if you're Arizona? It's the last time they played a— LSU was playing Southern last yeah. week, and then you're taking on— the best of the FBS or FCS teams in North Dakota State. Why would you do this? Speaking
0: of that, last game I want to mention, the last play I have before we give you our best bets recap. Oregon State, we both like Oregon State. I know you're still mad about uh, Jonathan Smith and, uh, and company winning that game. Yeah, I have, so not, they,
1: I have not cooled off in the last they 10 are,
0: minutes, are right. Well, hopefully yeah. this will make you happier. They are 2-0. and uh, They beat Boise very impressively as a, a three-point favorite. I actually closed one and a half. And then, of course, they beat Fresno State. Next week, coming to Corvallis, is USC. Mm -hmm. This weekend, Montana State, and it's not in Corvallis. This is the wrinkle I think people are are overlooking. This is a neutral site game in Portland, Oregon, Mm -hmm. at the Portland Timbers Stadium. Why this game is on the schedule, I don't know. Montana State, if you're wondering, we mentioned North Dakota State, they Lost to North Dakota State in the National Championship last year. This is a team that can play. My biggest concern, though, is that Montana State has been ravaged with injuries. Their leading rusher, uh, Isaiah Ifansi, he is out for for a little bit. He was injured in preseason. Their top four running backs are all banged up, but... Oregon State's without their top playmaker, in my opinion. Luke Musgrave, their big uh, tight end, uh, who's got 11 catches and 169 receiving yards and a touchdown already this year, Matt. He's out for this game. Might be out for quite some time there for Oregon State. So, uh, you know, the the, the line as of now is not out. Uh, Anything north of 14, I'm taking Montana State. I think it is a horrible spot for Oregon
1: State. Yeah, especially with USC on deck. And I like this Oregon State team a lot. Yeah, me too. Uh, But you got to be looking ahead. You have to have one eye on USC next week, right? Yeah,
0: so for Montana State to go to a neutral site, I think this is a, Mm -hmm. a tricky, tricky spot for the Beavers.